Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with episode number 63. And we're actually recording this on my birthday. Yikes. July 28. Uh, let's see. Two famous people that were born on this day that I've always said. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. My, one of my favorite left-handed pitchers of all time, Vita Blue, Oakland A's. And they used to have this great commercial on them. I think it was a Vitellus commercial. And he'd say, next year, I'm going to make a whole lot more, meaning money. Before we get rolling with stuff, um, some sad news is today it was announced that Tony Dow, a.k.a. Wally Cleaver from the Leave it to Beaver show, passed away. Beaver Cleaver's uh, older brother, Wally, you know, when he used to always say, gee, Wally, that's a, a famous saying. One of my favorite, favorite shows. He was, again, uh, Beaver's older brother. And in that show, I know I mentioned this line before, when Beaver said, gee, Dad, what's the use of having an older brother if you can't have him beat people up for you? Rest in peace, Tony Dow, uh, a.k.a. Wally Cleaver. He will be missed. Next week, we're going to start with uh, latte art. The coffee TV this week is from Blackish. Okay. We're watching Blackish, which is a, was a great show. Great show with Anthony Anderson. They're at a party, and his wife, Rainbow, was talking about espressos and this and that. I'm not going to give it away because you have to listen to it. It's really, really good. Uh, well, you can listen to it now. I dragged my wife out from under the bus. She was doing great. Caravaggio's use of Gascudo is beautiful. Unlike a master barista's use of cappuccino, which is delicious. <laughs> Coffee makes me poop. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, alrighty. And then, and my other coffee review is for a TV show that got canceled. It was one of Pam and I's favorite shows called Rules of Engagement. They're at a party. Oliver Hudson's wife says, come on in the kitchen. I want to show you what, what a French press. And he's like, he thinks it's a sex thing. It was so such a funny scene. It was on the other night. It's such a funny scene. I think that show was in the 2000. And David Spade's in it's such a good show. And they, it's so funny. And watching on Showtime, they have no commercials. So it's just a continuous show for like 20 minutes. It's so good. I want to show you this French press I want to buy. French press, what's that? What are we going to do with that? <laughs> this week, because it's my birthday, let's recap some of my favorite birthdays before we get into one of my favorite, favorite stories. 1967, I went to get my favorite song that year well not that favorite song but one of my favorite songs i bought on my birthday 
was Western Union by the Five Americans, where they go bop, 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 and it's you know make it sound like a uh, you know they're sending Western Union telegraphs. So great song, Western Union, Five Americans. Let's see. How about 1976 with Take the Money and Run by Steve Miller with Mo and I hanging around back in Bridgeport? Nineteen seventy six again in the summer when I walked into uh, legally walked into a disco, Jacko's on one hundred and fourth, and I think it was Kedzie. And the very first song I heard was "You'll Never Find Another Love Like Mine" by Lou Rawls. Great, great song, and it is my second favorite song of all time. Of course, my favorite one is "Sooner or Later." You'll never find another love like mine. Lou Rawls, Southside of Chicago. Great song. You'll never find another love like mine. Someone who needs you like I do. Those are my three favorite, favorite summer songs on my birthday that I remember. And my, my favorite gift my mom gave me too was that for my birthday was my baseball glove in 1972 and she gave it to me on my 15th birthday unfortunately my pony league career it ended is I played that whole year as 14 year old and then became 15 on July 28 and the cutoff date was August 1st so they counted me as a 15 year old my last year so uh my mom gave me that baseball glove, and that was the year that uh, the string broke at the beginning of the year on my left-handed glove. So I used my brother's right-handed glove the whole year. People would make fun of me, but again, I didn't want to go home and ask my mom for the money to buy a baseball glove because we didn't have any money because of the old man. So I made it through that, but then I still think she never admitted it, and I never asked her where she got the money or somebody from the league because I was on the all-star team must have called her and told her uh, I needed a left-handed glove to play my final tournament. I think it was Fernwood at Palmer Park in the south side of Chicago. Here we go, the summer of 1974, and the old man again has the station wagon. No one knows where he got it from. Definitely not insured. Again, I think I was the only one that drove it. I don't think Red ever drove it. So I had it. You know, it's been around Calumet Park all the time. One night. I'm at Tasty Freeze. Two girls, Lori and Sandy, asked me if I want to take them to Hegwish, which is on the southwest side, far southwest side. Um, they're considered Chicago, but it's way out southwest. So I'm like, sure, you got gas money? I'll take you. Because Lori had the hats for uh, some guy. I think he was in the MNR Rush, um, the band. So uh they wanted to go out there. I'm like, yep, yeah, you got some gas money. I'll be more than happy to take you. We get in the car and we are driving because to get the Hegwish, you had to pass a uh, housing complex called Eltgeld Gardens. And I'd mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that uh, one of my favorite basketball players, Cassie Russell, 
went to Carver High School there. You have to go up 127th and then get to 130th, pass around the, the steel mills that were there. I think it was Inland Steel. You'd have to get on the main road to get towards, like, I, I think the expressway that was going to take us there. So we had to pass through there on 130, which was Elk Elk Gardens. So as we're driving, I've got my foot to the gas. The speedometer is going down. Something's wrong here. It's slowing and slowing. I'm telling these girls, something's wrong. And they're laughing. They're like, yeah, beep, sure, sure. You know, they're laughing. So we get to the end of Eltgeld Guard, the road, turn the car around to get to the other side. And I'm praying that it's going to start again. So we're, it finally stops and the car is dead. You know, of course, I lift up the hood, look at it like I know what I'm doing and uh, it's not working. We get out of the car. Like, what do we do? I said, well, we got to walk back. As we're walking, all of a sudden, you could hear the rocks hitting the car. And then the rocks are coming, whizzing past us, whizzing past us. And I hear a bunch of people yelling. We'll look over by Elk Elk Gardens. And here comes, let's call it a gang. Okay. They're coming at us. They're running at us. And they're throwing these rocks. And I have my orange gym shoes on. And these poor girls had, I don't know, maybe kids or something. But I'm tearing it up. Like I've said previous, I was very fast back then. And I'm running and they're yelling, beef, 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 wait, wait, wait for me, wait for me. It's Lori and Sandy are like, wait for, wait for me. I'm just tearing it up. And these rocks are coming at us. Anything they could find, they're throwing and are getting closer. And all of a sudden, this car pulls up out of nowhere. Charger, I think, or Challenger or something, pulls up. The guy slowed up by the girls, but then he gets to me because I could hear him slowing. It was like one of them, boom, 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 one of them loud, loud cars. So he gets to me, he goes, What's going on? I go, Man, we, we got to get out of here. He goes, What? And all of a sudden, the rock hits the car. He goes, What? I go, You got to get us out of here. He goes, Cool. I go, The two girls back there. He goes, They better hurry up. He realized what was going on. And these girls are yelling. Beep! <laughs> They're still yelling, and I could still hear their voices. They're like, beep, beep, wait. <laughs> and I shouldn't be laughing. Finally, we get to, to the guy's car. I'm already in it, okay? Get in the back, and boom, this guy's tearing ass out of there, and the rocks are hitting the car. I said, man, you just saved our lives. He goes, yeah. He goes, I, I hate to see what kind of dents I got in my car. He goes, I'm surprised the windows didn't break. He goes, where are you going? I said, well, I live on 123rd normal. Okay. And the girls are back there. They weren't crying, up, upset, upset. They weren't mad at me a little, I think, maybe. Why didn't I wait for them? But I had my orange gym shoes on and I was burning ass out of there. So he drops them off back, I think at like, like 124th and racine maybe or something takes me back because i told him can you take them back to the house thank the guy never got his name or anything he zips out go upstairs uh in the house and uh of all people the old man's home and he's sober he's like you got my car i go yeah there was an issue he goes you put gas in it i go yeah he looks at me and i'm all sweated up he goes what happened i go well we had a little running over by um Elkgeld Garden. He goes, Elkgeld Gardens, you know, because he used to drive, a, he was driving a cab at that time too. And he knew exactly where it was. He goes, what the hell are you doing? I go, we were going over there and, uh, you know, I was taking these girls over to uh, Hagwish. He goes, well, what happened? I go, 
I think the car ran out of gas. He goes, I thought you put gas in it. I go, we did put gas in it. I said, I don't know what the hell happened to the car. He goes, where's it at? I go, it's at Elkgeld Gardens. You left the car. I go, well, of course I did because it wasn't running. I said, so we left. He goes, well, how the hell did you get home? I go, some guy just saved us. He goes, what do you mean saved you? I go, and I was explaining to him what happened. He goes, so the car's there. I go, yeah. He goes, I don't want to tell you what he said, but uh, in case this is uh, being monitored for quality assurance, but he was all over the place. And so he gets two of my brothers, tow truck driver, he gets a hold of. And the tow truck driver says to him, I'm not going there unless I got some protection. You know, my brothers at the time, I think they had guns. They must have. They went and then they came back with that with that car. It was one of those really, really bad nights. And I seen the girls two days later. I did not apologize back then, but, you know, it was every man for himself, literally every man for himself. I was just faster than them. We made it. You know, we just laughed. Little talked about the guy that came out of nowhere. Really, if he didn't make it there, I probably would have survived. Them girls would probably would have been, you know, hit with rocks and everything. And it's still amazing that we weren't hit with the rocks. That was the summer of my junior year going into senior year. Father Ron had one of the very first VCRs and he wanted to do, you know, what did you do over the summer? So I told that story. Now, mind you, everyone's in the class. He stops recording and he goes, that honestly happened, boss? <laughs> I go, yeah. I said, I was running. He goes, well, I figured you would run and leave them girls. He goes, you're not, I go, I'm not making this up. This is the way it was. Whatever guy came out of nowhere. And I mean, this car just showed up. It was really strange. And he called it divine intervention. He goes, you know, you're not the nicest person, but for some reason, the Lord wanted to save those two girls. And he put this on tape as he's talking. Then he turned the tape back on. He goes, so I'm going to ask you something, Jeff. He goes, uh, did, did you believe that like God sent something to you? I said, I don't know, Father Ron. I said, maybe for the girls, but the way you're talking about me, I don't think they sent it for me. I said, I just happened to be there, okay? So he's laughing. Everybody in the class is laughing. It was a fun night. 1973 at the bowling alley with those two girls. We used to bowl in the same league. It was them, those two and a couple other girls. We were bowling after the league, goofing around, and somebody, I think it was Wimpy, brought um, orange juice and vodka to make screwdrivers. Oh, Lord. I like orange juice. We were drinking. The girls weren't drinking. It was me, Wimpy, and uh, I think Fish and a couple other guys were we're drinking. We're pounding them. And um, my favorite song at that time was The Joker by Steve Miller. So I'm singing that song and this and that. All of a sudden, they start jumping in. They're not singing The Joker. They started singing Shaft. They were like, who's the guy? Who's the cat that won't cop out? And instead of saying chip, they were saying beaver. And we were laughing our ass off. And then um, I got so drunk and I fell over holding the bowling ball. I don't know if they still have it in bowling alleys, but where the pin, the ball would come up on the rack. So I was holding the ball and I fell backwards with that ball in my lap. I fell backwards. <laughs> and then, of course, I was the last one to leave. And... Uh, I left without pain because back then you had to uh, handwrite in pencil your sheets. And um, I left and then I was confronted 
couple of days later about where the money was. I, I denied that they gave me the money because everybody gave me the money. I just got so drunk, went home, spent the money the next day, I think. So I had no money to give to the bowling alley, back to the bowling alley. So I had to uh, work at the bowling alley on uh, off hours for a couple of weeks to work off what I owed, which was kind of cool because they could have had, had the money, you know, made me pay the money, which, but of course they knew I didn't have money. So it made sense that I worked it off, but yeah, screwdrivers, yikes. And unfortunately, Lori, I'd heard, passed away in the 80s. She was married and had a eight-month-old baby. And as the story goes from what I heard, she was painting on a ladder. And I don't know if she had a brain aneurysm or a heart attack or something. She literally fell off the ladder, I believe, and died with the baby there. And I, I don't know how they find it. I don't know the rest of the story or something, but she passed away. Yeah, very strange at a young age, too, you know, in her 20s. It was just an unbelievable story. Like. I mean, I was fast again. They weren't going to get, they weren't going to catch me, but the guy never got his name. He was so nice and uh, drove those girls to Cal Park, came back, dropped me off, you know, and just zipped off. Very strange. It's one of my favorite stories. I love that story. And um, okay, that's it. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five, T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Like I said, things never turn out exactly the way you plan. It's good. It's good for them. in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, the next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. I remember a place, a town, a house, like a lot of houses. A yard like a lot of other yards. On a street like a lot of other streets. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder.